and we went to Joanne's because she needed to get something at Joanne's. And I just very much on a whim was like, I'm going to buy a sewing machine. And so mm-hmm. I bought, um, I bought a cheap singer mm-hmm. and she taught me how to like do a bobbin and what a bobbin was. I didn't know. Um, <laughs> kind of how it started on a whim. I'm Amanda, and this is Not Your Granny's Quilt Show. Welcome to today's episode. I would love to welcome our guest, Julie, of Running Stitch Quilts. I'm very excited to talk to you, so good morning. Good morning. I'm excited to be here. Yay. Yeah, I'm so glad we could nail down time. I, you're a mom. You, I saw that in your... Yeah. I mean, you said that in your email, so you've got kids to run off to school and all that, so it's... I understand that. Like, I mean, our kid is older now. Oh, how old? How old is your kiddo? Well, we have two, um, and the one is twenty, and he's in the space force. And then we have another one, seventeen, and he's a junior in high school right now. So very cool. Yeah. So just one kid at home right now, but he's easy because he takes care of himself. So mine are um, five and two. So. Still a little bit in the weeds of it, but yeah. <laughs> Five is so fun. I feel like that was my favorite age being like being a five-year-old. I loved being five. Oh, really? That's <laughs> so weird that I have like that memory of like I loved being five. <laughs> I can't I can't remember being five. Mm. It's too it's too long ago for me. Yeah. <laughs> that little's running around. Yeah. So what um yeah, I just, I want to know your story. So I saw that you're an athletic trainer. Do you still do that? Um, not anymore. I used to be. Um, my husband is in the military. So the compounding effects of moving every couple of years and having very small children, mm-hmm. and he's not home a lot. Um, he works pretty long hours. Yeah. Um, it just made it really hard. So I stopped working um, athletic training and started quilting instead. And I actually just recently, um, I just recently uh, resigned my credentials. So I don't, I don't think I'm going to go back. I think I'm going to make this uh, quilting thing a full-time thing. That's awesome. I mean, not that you're, you know, not that being an athletic trainer isn't awesome, but cause I, I saw that in your, um, I think it was on your website, but yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, because I love lifting weights. Like I have a bestie that we, she's my like lifting partner. We're, uh-huh. you know, we're always at the gym. So every uh-huh. time home ever, I'm like, mm, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I have heavy stuff to move. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to run though, personally. Really? I'm more of a runner than a lifter. Yeah. He's a runner too. So he loved, like he's been running since he was a little kid. Like, yeah, he's done a couple marathons. He's done a bunch of half marathons. And so yeah. that's like. You know, we love to get out and just be active together, but yeah, that's, that's important. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of funny though. Cause like with quilting, you're just like sitting a lot. So I feel like I need to stand up. I got to do something. <laughs> I know. I, um, it's kind of the balance of like, I want my, my sewing machine far enough from my pressing station. So I can get up and move around, but it slows you down a little bit too. Yeah. So got to find, find that balance of, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we like in our studio where, you know, I sew with my mom, we like, <clears throat> we have, you know, the cutting tables like really far away, like across the room 
from the sewing machines and then the pressing station you have to get up and we do have like a tiny one where we can do smaller pieces that's like right next to one of the sewing machines but most mm-hmm. people like get up and to use the iron and my mom's really active she loves to be up and moving and like she goes on super long walks every day and like yeah so we're both just like we gotta get up we gotta move around yeah. so <laughs> like find I, understand. I understand yeah. Yeah. so um <clears throat> So you started quilting in 2014, is that true? Um, yes, yes. I was working part-time at the time and I needed a hobby because you didn't have kids yet. So you can sure. only run so many times a day. Um, so I needed, <laughs> I needed some, something else to do. And um, I had been, this was in the height of Pinterest for me. So mm-hmm. I was, I kept pinning quilts and I don't know why. No one in my family is a quilter. Um, I don't know why I kept pinning quilts on Pinterest. Yeah. And so um, I went home to visit, visit my mom and we went to Joanne's because she needed to get something at Joanne's. And I just very much on a whim was like, I'm going to buy a sewing machine. And so mm-hmm. I bought, um, I bought a cheap singer mm-hmm. and she taught me how to like do a bobbin and what a bobbin was. I didn't know. Um, <laughs> kind of how it started on a whim. I, have, I honestly to this day don't know why I picked quilting. Um, yeah. but here, here we are. Yeah. There's just something so cool about it. I mean, even before I even touched a sewing machine, I just remember seeing fabrics and seeing patterns and just being like, this is so, like, I can't believe people make these. Like, yeah. That's That's funny that you're just like, I'm just going to buy a sewing machine. I'm just going to. I'm just, this this sounds fun. I'm going to buy a sewing machine with no real um, (laughs) plan in mind. It's just, I'm going to buy this and see what happens. You're like, "Mm, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I love that because you're just like listening to your heart almost like I don't know I just feel like I want this and yeah and I did all the things wrong in the beginning and um took me a while to figure it out but yeah 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 I think like sometimes you just have to mess a bunch of stuff up like it doesn't matter if you have help or not like I had tons of help and I still made so many mistakes <laughs> like I just look at some of my old quilts, this one included behind me, because there's some stuff in this one that I'm like, oh, it's pretty. It looks great from a distance. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's how it does. Yeah. Yeah. They look great from a distance, but don't look too close. But yeah, I think like just really sticking to those tried and true things that, you know, you hear or you see in patterns or whatever, and you're like, I don't need to do that. you know, five years later, you're like, I should have done that. Yeah. (laughs) But that's so fun. I love that you just like picked it up and that's awesome. I think that's inspiring too, because it's like, you weren't a sewer. You didn't, it wasn't like it was surrounding you and you just were like, well, I picked it up because everybody else was doing it. It's Mm -hmm. like out of nowhere, which is so cool. And now look at you, like you've got amazing patterns. You've got this awesome business and thank you. I mean, I only recently found out about you because uh, I had a client who wanted your mountain valley pattern. Oh yeah, and she but she wanted it in all pinks and purple, and I was like, I, okay. "It's the you made the the queen size one, right? The really big one." I remember yeah. that. I was, it's amazing. Yeah, it turned out so cool, and I was just like, "It's for some reason just like the last four or five months, I've just been in this slew of making nothing but like sawtooth stars. <laughs> and so that just was like added to it. I was like, okay, I guess this is my jam now. I just make sawtooth stars. There's a lot of sawtooth star patterns out there right now. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it was so fun. And I just loved seeing all the blocks come together. And you're, it was so well written. I was like, man, this is a good. Thank path. you. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like that one. It's, it's it turns so I was like, this is probably like my favorite quilt I've ever made. And it's not even mine, but oh. well, you should, you should make one for you. I want to, I really do. I have like a list of quilts I want to make for myself, but you know, when you have a business where you quilt for other people, it's kind of like, well, I'll fit it in someday. <laughs> you just make one block a day and then it just adds up over time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I should start that. My mom is doing that. She like, she likes to make string blocks. Mm -hmm. And so she will just take strips of scraps from like quilts that we've made. And we'll just, she makes a block for each quilt that we've made. That's, that's cool. Yeah. And so she's really good at staying on top of it. She's got this huge stack and I've just got a pile of scraps <laughs> waiting to be sewn into string blocks. I'm like, I've been, um, I've been making scrap scrappy quilts with like my fabric scraps, um, leader ender style. And it's mm -hmm. amazing how fast that comes together. Yeah. So I just like do one start to end, I start and ending each chain piece. And then eventually a month later, I have a whole quilt Whoa. without even like intentionally trying to like make a quilt. So, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good idea. I just think I get so sucked into like I got to do the job. I got to do the business stuff. And then I just forget about my own sewing. And then I don't really sew at my, my own house. Um, we rent out part of our house as an Airbnb. And so what used to be the space where I would sew is now like common shared space. And I don't want to, you know, intrude on people's comfort of renting my house, but take it over with cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. But we're kind of rearranging things. And like, we just built an office in our garage because there was like an extra kind of Mm -hmm. space where we could do that and still park both of our cars in here and in there and um so I think I'll have some space upstairs where I can set up my sewing machine finally but nice, nice. yeah so that should be exciting for me but <laughs> we'll see if I actually do it <laughs> well you have to sew for you so you don't get burned out on it yeah yeah and I do I find pockets like and it's fun because like you know we've got a friend having a baby so I've been working on a quilt for her and yeah um you know, I make little projects here and there. I'm about to make like a, I found like a, it's like a jumper dress. I've never made clothing in my life, but I was oh. like, mom will help me make this. She was like, sure. <laughs> I just really want to make it. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, garment sewing scares me. Yeah. It scares me too, but she's, my mom's been doing it forever. So I'm like, well, she can help me. She's yeah. like, yes, like, I, why do you want this? Like, I don't know. I just do. <laughs> Have you jumped onto the quilt coat? I haven't them yet, but I do have plans for one. And I also have plans for making a quilt block that will go, I'll put on the back of a denim jacket that I have. Yeah. That's cute. But yeah. We did make a jacket. We were like testing out the pattern that we were kind of coming up with because we took an old robe pattern that we had from like my mom made made us all matching robes like me my grandma and her she made us all matching robes one year for Christmas and so we just had it sitting around since I was in like high school and so we we cut it out in felt um and you know just made like a, a template pattern out of that and you know shortened it and kind of brought the sleeves in a little and did, did mm -hmm. something like tighten it up but we made one for for her mom um, for Christmas and she loves it. So we're like, okay, we need That's to make cool. 
to quilt coats, but yeah. I'm like, you do that. I'll like quilt the pieces and then you put the coat together. <laughs> I know. I really wanted, that's on my bucket list to make last year. And I bought the pattern and I cut out like a muslin to make the test version. And that's as far as I got, I just cut it out. I haven't actually done anything yeah. else with it. It's sitting in a box upstairs. Oh man. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a task. I mean, she can, my mom has whipped them out really fast. She made some baby ones. They're super, super cute. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. So it was fun. And it's just, you know, they're like, oh, we've got some scraps. We can test this out. And then they ended up actually really super cute. So we're like, <laughs> they're in our Etsy shop, but like nobody's bought them. I'm like, why aren't you buying these? They're so cute. But I know I'd be afraid I would buy it. And then my kid would grow like five, five minutes later. And then it wouldn't. Right. Yeah. I know. I think that's probably it, but also because something sure. that cute, you wanted to wear it for, for longer. I know. Yeah. yeah. I almost want to make like bigger versions so that like, you know, people can buy them when their kids are young, still little, and then they can kind of grow into them. Whereas grow into it a little bit. Yeah. The ones we made were like, you know, infant size. They're small. So that's still really cute. So cute. If my babies were that little, I would buy one. Yeah. <laughs> They're so cute. She just like made them. <laughs> in like an hour and I was like that's rude but it's impressive yeah she's so fast I'm like I don't understand man sometimes I'm like I feel so slow when we're sewing at the same time I'm like what is wrong with me <laughs> what does she do that makes her so fast I literally have no clue what she's doing <laughs> I think it's just she's been sewing like probably longer than I've been alive so less Instagram breaks yeah she's not running our social media and her <laughs> Etsy shop and she just gets to sew. I yeah. do all that stuff. Lucky. Like, yeah. It's, it's good. No, she's, she, yeah. I just think she's been doing it for so long. So it, but it inspires me. I'm like, okay. I like kind of watch her and I'm like, okay, okay. I can change this about what I do and like make that mm -hmm. faster or whatever. But anyway, <laughs> did you suck your mom into quilting at all when you started or? Um, not really. Um, she actually made me a couple t-shirt quilts, um, from like my high school shirts and then my college shirts. Yeah. Um, so she had done that for me before I started quilting. Oh, um, so I said the one of my family quilts and she doesn't really quilt, but she did make those for me, yes. um, when I was younger, but no, she doesn't, I think she's tried it a couple times. I don't think she has the attention span for it. Um, yeah. to sit in one spot and like so she she takes pictures so she likes to oh yeah you know, so that's her um creative outlet that's awesome yeah so um yeah I guess like what got you started in deciding to design patterns and move into that sphere um well truthfully I didn't when I first started quilting I didn't really know patterns were a thing um mm. as again I said I was I was pinning all these things on Pinterest and they were all tutorials on how to make a half square triangle or how to make a salty star. And so my, my version of quilting in my head was like, oh, you learn how to make these basic blocks and you do it yourself. You put these patterns together yourself. That's kind of what I thought you were supposed to do. Yeah. Um, so I might've been quilting for several months before I realized you could like buy a pattern and someone does this math for you <laughs> and just tells you how to make the thing. Um, and that was kind of eye-opening for me. It was like, oh, I don't have to figure it out. I can like just look at someone else, someone else's instructions. Um, 
And so I did that for a while, um, just on some basic stuff. And then my youngest was born, or my oldest, my oldest was born and she was a baby. And I was kind of thinking like, well, I could make a pattern and I could sell it and that'd be cool. And so I was really no idea what it was going to look like or what it, all the work involved in writing mm-hmm. a pattern. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just kind of figured out one step at a time and <laughs> slowly made some mistakes along the way. If I could go back and do it again, I think it'd be a smoother process, but um, sure. yeah. yeah, it's but been fun. That's so cool. That's what learning is all about though, right? Making those mistakes and then moving on and doing it better the next time. And yeah, that's so fun. So how many patterns total do you have now? Um, oh gosh, uh, 10 or 12. I could count. I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to say 12, I think. That's awesome. Yeah. Which one is your favorite? Do you think, or which one like holds a piece of your heart that just kind of stays as your favorite or do you have them? um the last one I did is usually my favorite yeah <laughs> so I just um I just released Chevron points um last week two weeks ago very recent um and that one's been pretty successful for me so that's kind of fun just to like it was got popular on Instagram for a few days so that was kind of fun um yeah. Um, I don't know. I forget about patterns and then I see them on, someone will make it on Instagram and I'm like, oh, I love that one. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I, I throw all my babies. I don't know. Yeah. And so I when you made the mountain Valley, I was like, oh, I love that pattern. I should, I should, I should, I should make it again. Yeah. Or I see, um, a, another one. I'm like, oh, I love that one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I can imagine it would be so fun to see, you know, your pattern, but like other people's interpretation of it and that's the best part, I think. Yeah, um, I love seeing other people's fabric choices, um, especially when there's not something that I would necessarily choose. I love seeing how people put that together. Um, and it's really fun when they make it better than mine. Like, Dang it, I should have thought of that. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's the best part is seeing other people's interpretation of your pattern. Yeah, that's so cool. I love like, cause I've tested some patterns um some quilt patterns and just seeing like what other people come up with because I'm like I get a vision in my head like okay this is the fabric I want this is what I want to do with it Mm -hmm. and then seeing what other people come up with I'm like oh actually maybe I want to do that or oh maybe I it with that fabric but yeah I think that's the fun part is like you can just make them again yeah too and and I think it's interesting when you see different fabric choices how it changes the overall look of the pattern Mm -hmm. if people use a dark background or different patterns together I don't know it just um, it changes the whole look of it and yeah. the, I think I think it's cool to see them all side by side yeah that's fun I love seeing like you know these are all the test you know the testers quilts of this pattern yeah. And just seeing, yeah just seeing them all together it's like oh my gosh like it does dramatically change the quilt sometimes and mm-hmm. like did you tested for um Fran recently didn't you yeah I did I did yeah. I saw your I saw your quilt in one of her carousels and I think yours was like right before the right after the black and white one that yeah was in that and I was like oh my gosh and I saw yours and I was like oh my gosh they're so beautiful I love she writes a great pattern she's a she's she's one of my favorite pattern writers really I haven't tested any or made any of her patterns yet but um, Um, her layouts are always really clean and they're just nice it's they're well written yeah yeah she's 
I love her stuff. She's so cute. But um, she told me that I bullied her into writing that pattern, which is not true. I gently encouraged. <laughs> I know she keeps saying like with Julie's encouragement, if it wasn't for Julie, I'm like, who's this Julie? I'm like, oh, I'm talking to her. It's fine. <laughs> well, she sent me a picture and I was like, are you going to write that? And she's like, I ah, probably not. I'm like, well, you should. Yeah. And then it kept, it kept coming up and like, well, have you written it yet? And she's like, no, like, well, you should <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. If you hate it, you don't have to publish it. Like, yeah, but it's so good. So, it turned know. out so good. Like yeah. that's, it's great. I, yeah. I really, I do want to make that one. That one. It's, a, that, it's the first, it's yeah. the first quilt I made on my new sewing machine. And I thought that my uh, quarter inch seam was accurate. It was not. It's a, it's a medallion style quilt and so um you learn really fast when your when your um seam is not super accurate so that was that was fun <laughs> you're like wait wait a minute I'm lining up this isn't this isn't fitting together right yeah it's the worst oh yeah my the sewing machine I use is like the the foot the standard foot on it isn't a quarter inch and so mm-hmm. I learned pretty fast on that one that it was like, like why are these seams so big and I was like oh because the quarter inch is over here so I like have to move the needle over every time and like yeah yeah it's so silly I'm like what <laughs> why is it just a standard quarter inch foot like why isn't that a thing but why is it so hard all the time I know there's so many stupid little things that I'm like <laughs> but once you get it and you it's set and then you're like yeah. you're good to go yeah, it's just those initial struggles that you're like, seriously. <laughs> well, I did the, I did the whole thing where you sew three three pieces of fabric together to test the the seam, make sure it's accurate, and I I did that. So I don't know where I went wrong, um, or how I was inaccurate at <laughs> a day later. Um, yeah. But I got squared away. Now we're good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, just those things that make you go. <sighs> yeah, exactly to the face because why yeah it's just like I think I say it a lot because I'm like you're gonna just mess up like I don't know even if you've done it a million times like you're still gonna mess up at some point and yeah get okay with it and be like yes I am best friends with my seam ripper (laughs) and it's fine everyone is yeah and if they say they're not they're lying that is true I've never met a single person who doesn't seem rip at least once a quilt. Yes. It's a lot. It's a lot. But it's like I mean, a lot. I'll let a lot of things go or I'll, you know, I'll fudge some seams a little bit, but um, yeah, inevitably I will like be sewing the rows together and that's, and that's when I'm, when I make a mistake. So I've got to seam rip like 60 inch line. Right. So like, wow, that would have been cool if I did that right the first time. <laughs> So um, I, I do it once a quilt. I sew the rows backwards mm-hmm. every single time. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing, why yeah. I do this. I'm like, I'm not going to make this one mistake. And then I, I make the mistake every yeah. time. You're too focused on it. <laughs> apparently, apparently I have to just get it. I have to get it out of my, out of my system. I think. Yeah. You're like, yeah. here's my one mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's done now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you long arm at all? I do not know. I will send it to a long armor to yeah. avoid basting it. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. basting. I don't know. We don't baste our quilts on for our long arm. So we just like load it on the machine, which is so nice. So nice. <laughs> you don't have to do it, which 
yeah, every time I see people like, I'm basting my quilt, I'm shoving it through my domestic machine. I'm like, you are nuts. I would, I would never. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind doing some straight line quilting on a throw size. Um, anything bigger than that, I'm going to send it out. Yeah. And I also send out my, my cover quilts just so it looks nice. Um, yeah. So yeah, I probably quilt half my own quilts and then send out half of, get the other half. Yeah. I don't know. I just do not have the patience to sit there and just like push it through <laughs> a domestic machine. That's not, I don't know. I think because I started long arming first and I didn't like, I didn't quilt on a domestic at all ever. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm just spoiled, but that's nice, lucky. It's a lot of time and just met, you know, rearranging the quilt. And I'm just like, I don't have the patience for that. I want to just like zip it on the machine, set the computer and let it stitch this thing out. Cause <laughs> if I had the space for a long arm and the patients learn how to use it. Yeah. I would, I would love to try that. Um, yeah. So crazy. It's all, it's fun. Like, I mean, we started just with free motion quilting cause that's like what they teach you at the quilt shop. And so mm -hmm. we were just, you know, just doing meandering and loops and, you know, mm -hmm right stuff and but once we got the computer like we got our own machine and got the computer I was like oh, game changer it's like a whole new world opens yeah. up yeah yeah so when I was doing that mountain valley quilt I I like I think I messaged you and I was like what pantograph is on your cover quilt because oh, yes. my client wanted she's like I want that one I was like okay yeah I don't remember it was um, a swoosh of some sort it's called Mike's swoosh. Mike's swoosh. Yes. I yeah. don't know. I use um, Jill Johnson from J Codery for uh, most of my long arm quilting. She does all my covers. And I just love her pick. Yeah. They look good. I'm just like, man. She does, a, she does a, a great job. Yeah. And they just, they fit the quilt so good and it just, yeah. they look really nice. So yeah, that's awesome. Thanks. That's so nice when you can find a long armor that you trust and like you can just feel like here you go I know you're gonna make this look good and just like not worry about it yeah she's not picked wrong yet so that's awesome yeah and that pantograph was fun it's so like when I first saw it like the pattern itself I was like what even is this because when you buy the pattern it looks just like a sushi like triangle oh you have to like build a bunch together and like offset the rows and nest them. Cause like the top kind of curves up, up so uh -huh. you nest it to touch the, the one above it to like go right into the, uh -huh. it, it was kind of wild, but like, once I said it, I was like, Oh, there it is. Yeah. That's another thing that like people who design long running patterns, I'm like, I don't, just like knowing how to like create that continuous line and then get it to connect like I don't know <laughs> that's a whole other skill set that's like completely different game yeah. yeah like I can I can you know fancy up a pattern and like figure out something out for myself if I want to like create my own thing I'm not going to write patterns probably ever but you know I can I know enough basics to, to kind of come up with something if I want something unique but yeah I just love a well-written pattern where the math is already done for me and I can just yes. follow the directions. Exactly. That's the whole, that's, that's the best part. Yeah. 
That's why I enjoyed testing Fran's pattern recently because I didn't have to think about it. I could just like follow her directions. Yeah. You were kind of some mindless sewing for a few days. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice because then you're just like, I'm not the one creating this. I'm just sewing. Like I don't have to worry about it. I can just make some make some notes. Mm-hmm. Pass it along. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you fix this, it's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. Not mine, yours. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh man, I can imagine like just from talking to her, I can imagine that, you know, she's meticulous and yeah, I just, I can't wait to get my hands on hers. And I want, I want to make chevron points. I saw that and I was like, oh man, this you is should. on my list. It's, it's pretty, it's faster than it looks. I think. Yeah. It's faster than mountain Valley. That's you see that? I mean, <laughs> the saw two stars. I was like, okay I love these but I'm so done making them just because I had just come off a quilt that had that was all sawtooth stars and then that and then I had to make a bunch of flying geese for um the the pattern I was testing for Katarina right in that same time Uh then I just recently made the same sawtooth star quilt that I made before I made Mountain Valley. I was like, what am I doing to myself? Why am I doing this? <laughs> apparently you love trimming at, um, flying geese. Well, apparently. <laughs> I keep doing it. <laughs> but the end result is so nice. I know. And that's the thing. I'm like, I love how it looks when it's done. So I'm like, well, I'll just, yeah. I'll just keep my mouth shut and just keep, keep sewing because I really, <laughs> I love the look of it. And like, it's so fun that you can have like a feature and that's what I even thought about with Mountain Valley. It's like, okay, when I make my own, I want to like fussy cut something to be in the middle of the stars. One of my testers did, um, oh, she did a really cool one. All of her yellow, she did the stars yellow, I think, Ooh. but they were all a little bit different. It like sparkles. It's really cool. Oh. I don't know if I can find it. It's like yellow and then it's got some like dusty blues, I think. I don't remember now, but. That would be so pretty. I know. I think that's like, the fun thing too is there's so many possibilities with with it yeah mm-hmm. so I will make that one for myself eventually yeah. but Chevron points is fun too and like yeah and I think too I get stuck like oh it's gonna have to make these big quilts and it's gonna be this big endeavor and I never think to just like make a throw size or you know make a smaller size of the quilt because I'm like yeah. obviously I want them to cover my entire body and be burritoed in it like I'm like no I can make smaller ones I was, um, I'm working on a new pattern and I tested a, I tested a finish today. I was like, it's 72 by 80 too big for a throw size. She's like, Ooh. yes. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. She's like, it's practically a bed size. I'm like, not well. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I thought like, I'm like, oh, a throw size, that's good. And you know, it's like, we'll have clients that request a throw size. I'm like 65 by 75. I'm like, wait, what? And we're like 50 by 65. I'm like, that is too small. And then I'm like, no, back off. Like it's, it's the range of throw size though is so big. It can be, I know it's like one person's throw is like 40 by 50 and another person's throw is like, yeah, like 72 by 80. (laughs) Which apparently was too big for a throw size quote, she says, so. I made it smaller, but Rude. Yeah. I think it ended up being um, 58 by 62. So Ooh, that's a good size. That's a nice, yeah. I think like 
I'm not super tall, but like as a sort of tall person, when I see something that's less than 60 inches, I'm like, mm. yeah, <laughs> like it's smaller than me. I don't want it. <laughs> Give it to the kid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, mm. that's a good fort blanket. Yeah. Right. I know. I know. I made quilts for my boys like well, probably four Christmases ago. Mm-hmm. And just you know and themes that they loved and I was like this will be fun and I put them together and I was like oh these are good size but now like I mean the older one he's he's not as tall but his the our younger one he is like six two I think oh wow now the quilt is like comically small for him and I'm like <laughs> maybe when he graduates I'll make him a new quilt but <laughs> that's funny yeah my oldest every time she sees a new quilt on my wall. She's like, is that for me? I'm like, no, baby, it's not. <laughs> this is for mommy's work. She's like, is that one for me? <laughs> like, I just, I just made her um, like a bed size quilt and I'll let her pick the fabric and like the whole thing. Yeah. And she's still, is that one for me? <laughs> no. Yeah. I made you one. Go, go, go use that one. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you have yours. Go yeah. settle that one. I'll let you know next time we make you a quilt. <laughs> It's like next time, can you make me a rainbow? I'm like, listen, listen. Pump the bracelet. <laughs> we'll see. Right? It's like, I think too, like as a little kid, since I my mom sewed, I would just ask her to make all these things. And you know, she did 99% of the things I asked. But now that I now that I'm actually a sewist and I know what it goes into it, I'm like, thank you so much. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I really, really appreciate everything you did for me. And I'm sorry that I seemed ungrateful probably, but I really <laughs> am grateful because those are like the greatest memories, right? Mm-hmm. My mom made this for me, you know, it feels super, super special. And especially as an adult now, I can look back and be like, man, that is so cool and so unique. Like not everybody has a mom who can just make them stuff. And like, yeah, definitely. So I love that when. You can make something special for your kid that they pick. And- yeah. Well, I hope they, I hope she um, enjoys it as she gets older. I mean, she's still kind of little to really appreciate these things. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I still have a quilt or not quilt. It's a, a blanket. My grandmother crocheted. Um, okay. So I still have the blanket she crocheted me as a five-year-old. I think I was, I was very little. So um, yeah, yeah I, still, I still have that. That's awesome. Yeah my great grandma crocheted and she would make she made like little doll blankets and she actually made these <laughs> I loved them they she like attached a baby doll and would like crochet the clothing around the baby and then mm-hmm. the blanket would be like around it attached oh it was like all one bundle so you could like swaddle the baby and it was just like in it that's fun all the time and I had a couple of those and yeah I just had like and now they're like at my mom's house. I have a couple packed away as like keepsake kind of things. Mm-hmm. And, but some of them are, you know, we keep them at my mom's house for my nieces and nephew to play with. And that's really cool. It's yeah, it's just like those special handmade things. It's like they're so fun. And like whenever I gift a quilt to somebody, I'm like, please use this. Like don't yes. tuck it away. Don't put it in a closet. Like it can be washed. It's okay if you know if it something happens to it, I'll fix it, you know, like. Like, I want you to wash it. It gets softer. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if you know this, but quilts get better every time you wash them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that is something I, 
I preach it because I'm like, man, all that work and effort is going into making something for you. Like, I agree. To use and love and like, don't tuck it away. <laughs> I gave a quote to one of my friends for her birthday a few years ago. And so occasionally text me a picture of them using it just to, like proof of proof of use picture. They're like, see, see, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh yeah. I, my friend will do that. Cause she had a baby and um, I made her a quilt and just kind of picked different. I made, I just took like half yards and like, like just put them together and, mm-hmm. and um, he was born close to Halloween and she thought Halloween is her absolute favorite and so they're all kind of blacks and oranges but not like Halloweeny. yeah and, um I did this pantograph we have that's like gourds and pumpkins but there's like jack-o'-lanterns in it and Aww. so it's super cute but then occasionally she'll send me pictures of him like laying on it or him like in his little bouncy seats like covered in it while he's drinking his bottle and I'm like yeah that's so cute I think it should be a rule like a like a standard everyone knows this rule if you were given a quilt for your baby you have to take a picture of the baby on the quilt yeah for the person like yeah like I need to see that your child is enjoying this thing that I made for them please (laughs) and also it's just it's just cute like a baby on a quilt is just cute so yeah if you have a quilt and a baby put them together and take a picture yeah it's very cute I know I know my friend uh, Miranda who started this podcast with me but she has a few friends who've had babies recently and she's also a photographer and they also they like like hey can you come take baby pictures and so mm-hmm. of course she's like, I'm gonna put my quilt in this picture with your baby and we're gonna put this everywhere online yes. <laughs> I'm like that's yes. handy that you do both so you can force them to use your quilts in their pictures I know like, that's funny that <laughs> Uh, was it babies on quilts hashtag on Instagram is surprisingly popular really I yeah oh. when my youngest was born I put a picture of her on my Instagram like you know here's why I haven't been around picture mm-hmm. and I use that hashtag and it still gets attention it's been two years now two and a half years yeah geez people like the hashtag yeah I mean it is cute I think like because I don't have babies like it's it's like a different world to me so I'm like I don't know that's awesome though because why not <laughs> babies on quilts is cute <laughs> yeah so you said your husband's in the military and you guys move around a lot like are you guys moving again soon or are you staying put for a while well we currently live in Michigan and we'll probably be here for another year or so that's kind of what I'm uh planning on I guess mm. And then we'll see after that. Yeah. I don't know yet. How does that affect your quilting or like, do you like, do you have to kind of plan ahead for that? Like if you're going to release a pattern, like do you kind of try to time it around? Um, trying to think whenever we moved here, um, I just took a few months kind of, I released a pattern, I think right before we moved here. Hmm. So then I kind of had a little bit of a break and then I was, I guess, feeling very inspired. I, I wrote Mountain Valley. Like the, it's like one of the first things I did whenever we moved to Michigan. It's the first thing I made here was um, a wall hanging of that pattern. Oh, wow. um, so, it, I mean, luckily, I mean, you can design and write the pattern, like write the actual pattern part on the road. You can do that anywhere. Um, and then I personally take my son, like I, we put my, my sewing machine in the car with us. I don't let, I don't let the, the movers take it. Um, so I have my stuff 
Yeah. Um, Yeah. It wasn't a huge, I mean, I did take some time off just moving across the country, but it wasn't like a huge, um, I don't know, setback, I guess. I don't know. Setback's not, not the right word, but it wasn't like a big pickup and everything. Yeah. Um, I have some bigger stuff coming up next year, so I will have to plan, make a better plan of how I'm going to do next year um, whenever we move, but I haven't gotten that far yet. So (laughs) I have to figure out when we, when we move first and where we go. So right now I'm not, I'm not worrying about it yet. Yeah. That's good. We have some time to kind of plan and organize. And I just like my husband was, he grew up military because both of his parents were Air Force and then mm-hmm. his dad was Army after Air Force and then he was Air Force. And so wow, he moved around a lot, you know, just his whole life. And I'm like, we're staying put. Like we, we've moved a lot within Boise, but we haven't left Boise. So yeah. I'm like, we don't have a reason to leave right now. So we're going to stay in town. Yes. <laughs> but Especially with kids. Yeah. I didn't care as much um, before we had kids, but now that my kids are getting to be school age, I, I feel more of a pull to like, I really want them to have some stability. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see. That, would be, that would be hard. And I think that's like, that is the biggest reason why we haven't left is like, cause they're my stepsons. So they're not, mm-hmm. they're not mine, mine, but they're I've still been, yours. They're still mine. I mean, I've been their stepmom for 14 years, so yeah been a long time but um but yeah it's like we can't leave them right you know, you know like even though they would still be here whatever going to their own schools it would disrupt their life of spending time with their dad and being at our house and mm-hmm. you know that's yeah with kids it's like and yeah. I grew up like I lived in two houses most of my life so it's like same same so then the fact that like Abe and I moved around so much together before we moved into this house, I was like, okay, we need to find somewhere where we can just live for a while because I'm tired of moving. <laughs> yes. It's a lot. Moving is a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think I've gotten good at it. Um, it doesn't take me very long to get set up. I think once you set up the kitchen, yeah, everything else, everything else kind of falls into place. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the first thing I do is the kitchen every time. Yeah. Um, like once you can cook and like yeah resume your normal living of like okay I'm gonna prepare a meal I'm gonna eat food I think like yeah yeah the food space when that is organized like everything it's like if I can feed myself I can set up the bathrooms and the bedrooms and like (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) then I'll find somewhere to sleep (laughs) get the kitchen done the kids rooms done and then my sewing room and that's really all I need yeah Yeah. anywhere it's fine Who needs sleep? It's yeah. I don't know. I mean, I do, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's it is what it is sometimes, you know. Yeah. But I do miss having like my I used to like take over the whole living room to sew because there wasn't really anywhere else for me to set up to have like enough space to like, you know have everything mm-hmm. my ironing board and my cutting station and like everything set up and so I do kind of miss that but it is nice that it is also like out of my space because then I'm not like I need to stay up till 3 a.m every day sewing and like yeah. 
yeah it kind of gives me some separation from that but there are times when I'm like I wish I could be sewing right this minute and I just don't really have a place to do it right now and so it will be nice I think having that back so I can do that upstairs if I need to but yeah definitely yeah it's it's been interesting this house has gone through a lot of um (laughs) like changes of like where everything is and layout and like we like renovated like we took all last summer and, and renovated the downstairs and so everything was just a mess for a few months but it was fun and yeah it, it was nice to be able to like leave that and go sew at my mom's house and then uh-huh. home and so I don't know I have mixed feelings about it so in this house I have a separate space I have like a whole room for sewing oh, nice. um I'm the, the last house did not have that and so I sewed in the dining room and just took over like because it's a it was a smaller space and so it kind of just it was just everywhere um, yeah <laughs> so it was that, that was nice though especially because my kids were um you know little little then mm-hmm. and so I could you know squeeze in five minutes of trimming house square triangles here and like pressing some stuff there and I could it was easy to do all day long kind of thing yeah. um so here it's nice that there's a separate it's separated in another room it's, it's all contained Mm-hmm. So, it's, so it's not just overflowing in my house the quilts just didn't everywhere yeah. um but I didn't have to like I don't I don't want the kids in there because they touch things mm-hmm. and so I have to set aside time like okay well I can't just do five minutes here and there I've got to like go in there to do stuff so yeah it's, it's a give and take yeah. yeah yeah that would stress me out with tiny kids like don't touch that don't touch that don't touch that <laughs> Some things I don't mind. Like they want to, they like to play with the little um, wonder clips. Oh yeah. And that's fine. They make a mess, but whatever. Um, yeah. And then they like to put, if I have blocks out to put them on the wall, oh. it's also fine. Yeah. Um, I get tense when they want to touch the sewing machine, even if it's turned off. I'm like, they just want to touch it and push buttons. And I'm like, it's mine. Like, yeah. Yeah. Hands <laughs> go away. So yeah. yeah. We were like, <clears throat> My, my younger niece, she first, she would like want to help us pin stuff, like pin the quilts onto the zippers when we were, you know, getting ready to load it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. literally impale you. Like, she's like, just let me do it. And I'm like, okay, fine. And she would, she'd get her little pretty fingers and she would just like get the pins in there. She did it. I was like, man, she's better at this than I am. Look there you go. And you know, every once in a while she'll want to come up and practice sewing she'll be like can I help you do this I'm like yes you can but oh that's fun it's it's still yeah. I'm like don't go over there the iron is hot don't go over there because there's sharp blades like don't touch that because it's gonna like I know, I know. she's like <laughs> the other day I went I have a I have a padded chair in there and I went and sat down I'm like what am I sitting on my youngest had taken all of my straight pins and like stuck them in the chair <laughs> I was like there you go Kept her busy for, I mean, I didn't know what she was doing. She was being quiet. So I was so only paying attention. Yeah. She's sticking all the pins in my chair. Oh. Yeah. So I've, I've been to a lot of them sitting, sitting on it. Right? Yeah. All right. Usually when it's quiet, that's when they're the most dangerous. Exactly. <laughs> now you're sitting on pins. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> At least they weren't like wrong, pointy side up. That's true. That's true. That could have been way worse. <laughs> they shouldn't sit and spill them on the floor. It also could have been bad. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't even tell you how many times we spill pins and I'm like, Ugh. we have like those, a bunch of those magnet dishes. And so we just like go around. Hover. 
pick yeah. them up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm like, uh, every time it happens, we're both like, oh. <laughs> like, don't move. There's pins everywhere. <laughs> like a warning label, warning sign. Right. I can't imagine having like little kids around that because those things hurt yeah. bad. Well, I have a, I have a, I have a gate, a baby gate up oh, nice. to keep the dogs and the kids out. It only works, I don't know, 8% of the time though. <laughs> You're like, I don't know why I even do this. <laughs> well, my oldest knows how to open it. And so she will forget to close it. Uh, she'll come in to like talk to me or something and then she'll forget to close it. And then my youngest comes in and then that's just game over. So You're like, <laughs> why do I yeah. try? <laughs> so funny oh man little kids are hilarious they're Uh, sweet yeah sweet that's so it's fun though like I think I think just like them getting to see you create stuff I I think that was such an important part for me like growing Mm -hmm. up seeing my mom just like make a bunch of stuff like all different things and just having that creativity and you know, even though it took me longer to get to quilting, like, and sewing in general, mm-hmm. I still, like, always have had a creative bug, and I was like, oh, I want to do that, too. I want to create, too. I want to yeah, you know, make things, and so I just love that your kids are getting to see that from you, and hopefully that helps inspire them in their lives, and maybe it's not quilting, but, you know. Yeah, whatever it is, music or art or sports yeah. or whatever, yeah. Yeah. I think it just gives them the idea that like they can do something they can be creative yeah. they can use their brains and their bodies to do something cool and I don't know I just love that passing that inspiration on them I hope so about to be you know I hope they're inspired <laughs> I can only imagine that they will be I mean seeing you create such beautiful stuff I mean it's like why wouldn't they be you know <laughs> <laughs> I just want to thank you again for joining me today I really appreciated this conversation and yeah. love your patterns and thank you thanks for having me it was fun yeah so let our listeners know where they can find you online um I'm at running stitch quilts on Instagram and that's my website and that's if you want to talk to me that's where you can find me okay and I'll link everything in the awesome comments are in the description so that people can get to you directly but thank you you so much julie and i can't wait to see your next patterns and i can't wait to make more of your patterns (laughs) the the one i have made was so fun and and you're a great pattern writer so thank Thank you you very much appreciate that yeah thank you for contributing to the quilting community yeah (laughs) well thank you thank you have a good day thanks you too Bye. bye